there. You're listening to the Girl Talk Podcast brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. And we're so glad you have joined us today. Aging. (laughs) (laughs) The first question is, how do you feel about aging? Does anybody feel good about aging? Not now. I used to. When I was younger, I could not wait to be 30. That was like my thing. (laughs) If I could just be 30. Right. That was life goals. Yeah. What did now you like I go, about 30? I would like to be 30 again. Yeah. yeah. Right? The, well, the, the desire for 30s never left. It's just which true. way are you looking? That's true. <laughs> right? That's that's exactly true. Right. What did you like about 30? Well, I'm curious. I, I was an old soul. I've been an old oh, soul yeah. for a really long time. I could see time. that. So when I was 25 and people would look at me like I was a young child that didn't know what I was talking about. Um, and, then, and I felt 30. Yeah. I always wanted, I just wanted to be the age I felt like I was. Now I still feel like I'm 30 and I would like to be the age I think I am. <laughs> That's nice. I got pooped on by a bird when I turned 30. <laughs> my 30th birthday, I was walking down the streets of New York City and a bird pooped on my shoulder and I was not happy. I was in a tough place in my life and yeah. I was like, That's just it. That's an indication of where I am in life. A bird poops on my shoulder. But somebody then once told me that's actually good luck. But anyway, things got better. I don't know where to 30. go after that. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. But it is, I mean. But I. But the turning of 30 to me was scary because I thought that meant like being old-er. Sorry. You know, yeah. I think it, it, you're, you're uncovering something that I just thought of. Like, I think people struggle. Like, I did not struggle with 30. But 40, my goodness mm. gracious, 40 mm. just about killed me. And people were always like, oh, when you turn 30, you know. All these things happen. And then I remember people saying, when you turn 50, everything changes. That is true. Underline it. Mark it yes. down. Highlight it. That, You're not there yet. I'm not, for it. I'm not there yet. And that's that's the number that actually scares me. That's the number I don't want to get to. I want to, I mean, I'm 45 now. Can we start going backwards? Like, can I be 40 yes. in yes, five years can. instead of 50 in five years? Yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? Okay. That's why not. Well, I was upset about 30 because... A lot of people I knew were getting married mm. and I didn't, I wasn't in a relationship. And so yeah. I think there are, there are moments in life that we have expectations about. For me, 30 was you're in a serious relationship, you're headed toward marriage. 40 was um, starting to have kids. And True. 50 is you got it all together and start planning your retirement. And none of that, is, none of that has been my life. Right? Right. Yeah. And now I, you just uncovered something for me because 40 was the first big birthday I was a single parent. So I'm sure mm-hmm. that's probably had something to do with it. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I think it does have to do with expectations and where you are in life and kind of what you expect. And what you know is coming. You know, for me, I don't want to get any older because, A, my kid's going to move out of the house. B, my back's mm-hmm. going to start hurting a whole lot worse. <laughs> oh. C, you know, there might be pharmaceuticals involved. In Here's the thing. <laughs> They're chiropractors, I can tell you. Uh, yes, like, yes. I remember people telling me, like, oh, when you turn 50, everything changed. And I, I was the one who was like, oh, yeah, you don't know me. You know, <laughs> I'm lively and fun and, you know, active. Forever and youthful. No. <laughs> it, like, I was talking to somebody the other day. Actually, we were talking here at lunch. And um, I said, I can tell a distinct difference, and correct me if I'm wrong, a distinct difference between my energy level now and five years ago. Yes. Mm. Like, Mm. I don't even know that I paid attention to my energy level five years ago. But now that I have no energy, (laughs) I'm like, oh, I remember when I could go all day without taking a nap. Yes. To me, it's recovery. My body doesn't recover from whether it's a sickness or an injury or you use the wrong pillow. Yeah. It takes a while to recover. I mean, how does that happen? I don't know. I know, right? We used to, you know, do all kinds of crazy things. And now it's like, oh, well, I got a crick in my neck because 
that was a different pillow. Right. Not getting out wow. of the bed today because yeah. I slept on the wrong side of the it, pillow. I mean, it's so true, Kale. True. So I, I, I already feel some of okay, it. Okay, but I'm telling you, when that, <laughs> there's something about 50 that when you do, we you're, turn you're, that, your uh, check engine light goes off. You are off. not making so, this I'm, any better. Well, here, but if this I is supposed to be hopeful. Okay, okay. we'll get hopeful in a We'll minute. get hopeful. But first, there's we ought hope. to be rea- realistic okay. because what people don't tell you like you aren't prepared for. I feel like that if people would have really had serious conversations, because it was more like, you know, oh, my knees go out more than I do, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but funny. but it was but it was for sure, like physically, you start feeling the effects of whatever your your life has entailed up until that point. Mm-hmm. You feel the effects of it. Like <laughs> I'm sitting at a basketball game this past year and, and I was thinking in my mind, and I think I actually said it out loud to another parent. I was like, I wish I could jump down on that court and say, when you turn 50, like that, this moment right here is going to be what you feel. It's like delayed gratification or whatever. Cause you know, you're sliding around, diving for balls and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I wanted to tell that, that gal playing ball. I was like, she, she's so hustling and getting after it, but I want to tell her that you will pay for this yeah. in about 35 years. There are ramifications <laughs> right? to the choices you make today. Right? <laughs> right. And you're like, oh, I don't know why that hurts. And then suddenly you watch you know, high school athletics, and you go, oh, yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. So, anyway. But there are good things to it. There, there are, are good, things. good things. Yeah. And I'm that's, think, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was going to say, you know, that's why all their, the uh, verbiage is, if I'd known then what I know now, yeah. you know, if I could write myself a letter when I was 16 or 20 or 25 or whatever the age may be, I think that th- that speaks to the benefits of aging and getting wiser, wiser. Um, mm-hmm. as you get older. So is that what you were going to say? Exactly yeah. what I was going to say. And I think one of the pitfalls for me growing up was always comparison. And I think it's what we're mm-hmm. talking about with the 30s and the 40s. I'm yeah. comparing myself to other people I know. Am I where they are? Do they have a better situation? Do I like their path better? And I'm failing in this way. But as you get a little bit older, and I think 50 was um, was a was a real moment when this started to happen even more is I, I stopped comparing myself as much mm. because my life is so much different than everybody else's and yeah. I'm not I, I, I can be 50 and be looking at somebody else in a completely different stage of life and it's just very very different and so I'm comparing myself less mm. and having more joy and satisfaction um, on a greater level and I think that does come as and you get older. And your filter goes away. <laughs> your filter goes away, which is part of not caring as much what people say right. or think. Right. Yeah. Your filter so does. So it's dangerous. <laughs> My filter's not completely gone, but it's I will say, th- <laughs> yeah, it so is a good like thing. I'd to hear her with right. no filter. I know, what? right? <laughs> what like, kind of songs would you sing and noises would you make I, if you can do that trumpet no so well? There is no telling. There's no t- like 20 years from now. I'll be saying no. It probably let's, let's give me thirty years. Thirty years from now, let's do a reunion girl talk oh, yeah. episode. Oh yeah, where we all just we we don't really have a topic. We just <laughs> open the mic and just say whatever comes whatever to our mind. Whatever comes yeah. out. So would that be fun? Might get censored. <laughs> yeah, but it would Could be fun. Be, would Body be noises, fun. <laughs> all kinds of things. I can just imagine that. Yeah. yeah. I turned fifty in twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh, which was dear. a bummer because you can't. Right. Yeah. You know, it was a weird celebration. We made it work, though. We did yeah. something special. And I think you have to do that for the big birthdays. If it has a zero on the end of it or maybe even a five on the end of it, you should yeah. do something to celebrate. We wait to celebrate until people are dead. I you, mean, know, you know what I mean? Like for funerals is when you celebrate people. We right. should do that 
more often. So true. And I think you're hitting on another point, too. I think there's something about turning 50 that makes you kind of reminiscent of like, okay, what have I done with my life? Mm. What do I want to accomplish with the time I have left? And how am I going to get there? Mm-hmm. Because, I, you know, with, with age, I, I, you know, and I think... I don't even necessarily think it's an age thing. I think age does play a factor in it. But I think life experience is more of what I like to look at. And life experience gets you to a point where you look back and you go, okay, I'm not where I wanted to be. And it's because ABC. How do I then kind of turn the corner and say, this is where I want to go with my life. And the, that's how this is how I'm going to get there. Um and today is the best day to start with that. Right, right. You know, no matter what yeah. age I mean, you are. No matter what age yeah. you are. To look back and say, have I accomplished, even have has have I done the calling mm-hmm. that God has pushed, put on my life? Mm-hmm. That didn't actually come out very well, but <laughs> has yeah. the calling that God put on my life been accomplished? Am I living in his will? Right. Am I doing the things he wants me to do? And if the answer is no or maybe a little bit, then now's the time to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I growing closer to God is, oh, a, is yeah. a question that I think is a good one. There's too. been a recurring thing for me, and I don't know about you guys, but it, like nothing happens by accident. Mm-hmm. Nothing good, anyway. Yes, I mean no, when I no think, growth happens. Yeah, when accident. I think about my mm-hmm. life and how I've I've not been very good at setting intentions because I, I and I blame that on being a creative, but that's not really true. The more busy that your schedule gets, if you don't intentionally plan time to accomplish the things that you feel like God's called you to do, they're not going to get done. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I've been reading this book that's been messing with me all year long. That's why it's taken me a long time to read the book because I'll get mad at the author and put it down. <laughs> if you haven't read Spiritual Disciplines by Donald Whitney and you want some a book to mess with you, get that book <laughs> because like every chapter I would find something in that chapter to go, like seriously? And, and he's talking about this woman who had, had lived her life and she said, I made a list of all the things that I was going to do when... When my kids graduate or when, mm. you know, I retire, mm. when, when, when. And she said, what I realize is that when never comes. Yep. She said, so I'm going to make an intention to do those things today, even if it's just a small step in that direction. Mm-hmm. And so that's been a recurring theme for me. A couple of weeks ago, my pastor said, you know, you, you don't drift toward God. You know, another like one of those things that was like, okay, God, so I hear true. you. So true. You know, and I think as we age, we tend to focus, or at least I do, I won't say we because that's that's wrong, but I tend to focus on my limitations. Sure. Yes. So as I age, I have more limitations, but really that's not the way to look at it. Really, if we turn that thing inside out, although my body may be slowing down and there may be changes coming in that realm and I'm I'm realistic about that. I don't want to act like that's not happening. But even though that's happening, there are so many more benefits of what I've lived and what I've learned and what I have to give. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes, yes. And and so I think maybe even in Christian communities we have it backwards. That we tend to focus all on what has happened physically instead of what God has yes, done spiritually. Right. Yes. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Oh I'm like well, writing that. Yeah, we, yes. are we our tendency is to complain. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's our human nature. Our human nature right. is to complain about all the things, whatever yeah. it is, instead of celebrating all the things. And yeah. so if we really did flip mm-hmm. that around and start talking about all the wonderful blessings that we've had all over our lives, all the ways we've seen God move in our lives mm-hmm. and not focus on the pain. Yes. I think our culture pushes us to that because mm-hmm. our culture prizes youth mm-hmm. and the, the the younger you can look, that's why we're all shelling out big bucks for eye cream. I just did it the other day. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, that doesn't really work, okay? But, <laughs> but the culture is like saying you to be beautiful, you need to look young. Uh, the younger you are, the more beautiful you are. But other cultures celebrate age, mm. and I think that's very valuable. Your priorities shift as you get older, and it's less about how I look and more about what's the beauty on the inside and um, and what's the wisdom you mentioned earlier that we're gaining from it. So it can start with us, yeah. the shift. Sure. Absolutely it can. And and I was thinking just as you said the word wisdom, I was reading um, in the Old Testament the other day when, when God says, I'll give you says to Solomon, I'll give you anything that you want. What do you want? Mm-hmm. And and Solomon asks God for wisdom to govern the people and to know the difference between right and wrong, basically. He says, those are the two reasons I want wisdom to do what you've called me to do. And and the scripture said, I think it's um, in the Living Trans, New Living Translation, but it says God was pleased with his gift, mm-hmm. yeah. that he asked for wisdom as yes. his gift. Yeah. And and I so I turned that around and I started asking myself, what is it I want from God? And is he pleased with what I'm wanting for him to ask for and why am I wanting it you know that for me boiled down a lot of my motivation of what I want do I want younger looking skin or do I want knees that don't hurt or do I you know want to be able to walk upstairs without sounding like I'm dying um all those things you know (laughs) that we joke about and tend to focus on during this season of our lives what is the gift really that not only has God given us but what do we want it for Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. We've wasted, I, not there again, I can't say we, but I have wasted so much time in worrying about things that don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you can say that for all of us. Yeah, yeah. true, yeah, true. And, and you know, Psalms, yeah. to, to talk to you a little bit about wisdom, Psalms ninety twelve says, teach us to realize the beauty of life mm. so that we may grow in wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, to me, that says wisdom comes from understanding, looking around at all the beauty in our mm. lives and looking around at all the wonderful blessings and all the way God's moved in our lives, not just looking around at all of the ugly, mm. all the ways we hurt and all the ways we pain. But wisdom, like you said, that's what we want. We yeah. want to be wise um, as we age. Mm-hmm. And pass that on to younger yeah. folks and older folks. I yeah. think wherever we are, we have the ability to speak into the lives of someone in a different stage. Mm. And that may be a younger person. I have a call that I want to, I want to, I want to share with some of the young girls who I think probably feel like I felt like I had to have a boyfriend. I had to have somebody tell me I was good enough. And Mm. I did so many things in order to try to make that happen. And it was never enough and it was never satisfying. I I wish I could sit down with a group of 15-year-olds or 20-year-old girls and, and tell them, that it's not about that and that is not the way to satisfaction. And then also it would be great to speak to older women and and glean from them and love on them and encourage them about how their lives and what they've done. So I think there's a place for us to interact with people of different ages. Such mm-hmm. a biblical model too, yeah. you know, to mentor younger women and to be mentored by older women. Titus 2. Mm-hmm. Titus 2 model. Yeah. And, and, and that is, that is, God calls us to that, Yeah, you know. And I think for too long we have, or at least there again, I can't say we, me, when you say mentor, I automatically think of two people on two different planes. Yeah. 
Right, like a one, higher and a lower. One is a higher, one mm-hmm. is a lower. Yeah. And so because, and then we're like, oh, I can't mentor anybody because I haven't gotten everything right. Right, and no one else has. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're exactly right. <laughs> yes. And, you know. Yes, and that's what makes you a great mentor. Exactly. Yeah, and, and I think it's just pouring that wisdom true. and living life alongside people mm-hmm. who are just a little bit ahead of us who can say to us, because I, I'll tell you, our culture needs some old-fashioned biblically based counsel about how to live life and how to how to deal with things you know i mean i I, I won't get on that soapbox today but i will say that you can flip on the news and watch it for 10 minutes and think i I don't even know what to do with that it's a lot of pain it is a a lot lot of of hurt and Mm -hmm. a lot of heaviness and jesus jesus i'm telling you Mm -hmm. I, i i watch it and i'm like Y'all, please know that there is no amount of hate in my heart when I tell you there is somebody who can take that. Mm. There's somebody who can heal that. There's somebody who can not only heal it, not only take it, but redeem it. Amen. Yes. Like, seriously, why wouldn't you say yes to him? Yeah. So true. And yet, that's mean-spirited and bigoted. From Most of the culture would say that if they were listening to this podcast right now. And I tell you, if you're listening to this podcast, you're not a believer. There's not one bit of hate in my heart for you. There's not one bit of, my, uh, of looking down on you because you don't believe the same way I do. When I grew up, the thing that made us great was our differences. And I'll tell you this. What I believed when I was younger is not what I believe today. My beliefs have changed through the years. Not because God has changed, but because he's matured me in a lot of areas. And things that I would have said back then would make me shudder right now mm-hmm. because I didn't know what I know now. Mm-hmm. And so when you sit down across with somebody, that's how minds are changed. That's how hearts are pricked with the gospel. That's how people are reached. It's one-on-one. It's not going to happen on the major news channel as breaking news mm-hmm. until Jesus come back, comes back. And then that's, well, maybe it probably won't make headline news that, mo- you know, a lot of people are missing. You yeah. know, right, right, <laughs> right. They all go, you know. <laughs> well, and if unbeliever, you only knew. Right. If you only you knew, only knew. Yeah. what he can do for you and how right. he can give you peace mm. in this midst of all of this chaos we have in this world and yes. hope when yes. you are hopeless, you would run to the father. Right. And, and it is the only thing because mm-hmm. I've tried the others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is the That's only right. thing That's right. that gives the satisfaction, that mm-hmm. gives the peace. Oh only thing yeah yep. and i think that's as we get old too that's one of the older not old we're not getting old as we get older and yes. wiser i think that's one of the things that we really do understand more mm. is that even as believers we need to daily run to the father mm. because we can get just as caught up in sure. all of the ugliness and hopelessness of mm. the world if we are not daily running to him and so i think that's part of aging is understanding how important it is to run to him and i will tell you in that running to him what he's told me more than anything else is just listen carol just listen just shut your trap and listen that's that's the csv the carol standard version shut your trap and listen and and let me love you well that too but i'm I'm talking about in relationship with other people oh with other people yeah Like, just listen to them because nine times out of 10, I promise you, I dare you to try this. It works every single time. Maybe not once, but every other time it'll work. (laughs) If you listen to somebody long enough, they'll uncover their pain. 
They'll do it for you. You won't have to ask them a bunch of questions. Just like, tell me your story. What's your story? You get to hearing their story and how and the things that they've been through and the things that they've struggled with and the, the heartaches that they've had. They'll they'll bring that hurt to you and go, yep, and what does your Jesus do about this? And if you'll hush long enough to let them get to that point, you can say, let me tell you, let me tell you what my Jesus will do. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I just it's not that hard. And I used to think I used to think witnessing and sharing my faith was all about having the right answer. Because, you know, in 100 percent of the witnessing classes you take ever they're like people are going to ask you questions you don't know so you need to learn all this knowledge i'm not saying you should be ignorant about the bible no learn as much as you can but if if that knowledge is not for pursuit of godliness then don't waste your time (laughs) Mm -hmm. because no matter how many bible drills you win if that word doesn't seep down into your heart then -hmm. all you got is a bunch of certificates for bible drills Mm -hmm. like i hate to say that but i i'm afraid we you know in this certificate culture, we learn a lot of things, but there's no application for it. Mm. So I am saying to you, you're not always going to have the right answer. And I think a lot more people would be drawn to our faith if we would say, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but I'll go find out for you. Can we have coffee again next week? Mm-hmm. Can yeah. we? Yeah. You know? Relationship. Oh, my goodness. That connection. Oh, my goodness. Then you can speak into yeah. the pain. Yeah. When you listen. Absolutely. And that comes with age, I think. So that's a benefit. Right yeah, that's, that is. I, I think also as our bodies break down a little bit at a time. <laughs> or a lot. We trust our bodies less. Mm. And we start to shift our trust to God more. Yeah. I was at, um, I was visiting my dad. He is in an assisted living facility now. And um, this young girl came in wasn't planning on even sharing this. This young girl came in to sing for them and she was so cute and she came in and she set it up and there were, there were probably 25 older folks there. Some of them weren't quite sure where they were, to be honest, Mm -hmm. but others were aware, but you know, they're stooped over and they have, um, uh, walkers and all and wheelchairs and different things and their bodies were broken down, but they're so beautiful and they were so kind to her and she was so kind to them she sang like an angel mm. and to see their faces she was singing songs from like the 30s and 40s mm-hmm. and so they recognized them mm-hmm. and the light in their their eyes it was so beautiful and mm. what she was giving them they were receiving and then they were giving her love and acceptance and, and gratitude, and she was receiving that. And it was a beautiful moment. Mm. And that's how God can use us to just love on each other. But I, I, you can see a body breaking down, and, and, and all of the energy that we put in these bodies, we have to shift it to something else. Yeah. And that's when we can shift to God and that relationship. Because even if you can't get up and move because your body hurts, you can always talk to God, and he's mm. always there. Mm. You don't need a walker to get to him. He's yeah. right with you in those moments. Yes. It's very powerful to think about the body. And I don't know, I spent so much time worrying about my body mm. when well, I was younger. And you know, that's one of, the th- one of the things that just dawned on me, too, is do I spend as much time developing my spiritual life and developing my relationship with Christ or as much money as I do 
investing in the supplements and in the yes. gym membership and, and the, yeah. you know, walking around the neighborhood, all yeah. that stuff. The eye cream. Right, Sorry. the eye I'm cream. Little, that's yeah, right. brutal about that. <laughs> because at the end of the day, that yeah. doesn't, it doesn't last. That doesn't yeah. matter. No. Mm-hmm. You don't have that when you're 80 years old and you're in an assisted living facility. Mm-hmm. It doesn't no. matter if I used eye cream or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or how much money I paid for it. Mm-hmm. But true. did I invest that time and that money in that emotional energy into my walk with him mm. and not into my eye cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's convicting. Yeah. And because, um, and Trisha, I know this is real for you too, because I've spent quite a bit of time in some of those facilities. Um, you realized we have an untapped resource. Yeah. In the elderly people, and I'm going to get emotional saying this, in the elderly people in our churches, I mean, if you have a gray crown right now and you're listening to this mm. podcast, thank you for honoring mm. us with your presence. But we need you. Yes. Can I say that? Yes. yes. We need you. I mean, retired. I, I, I understand that you don't want to go to a job nine to five every day, and that's fine. But your job has just begun because we need you. Mm. And do, do not let anybody tell you that because you are past your prime now that that's that's it curtain call and we're done you know i believe god has so much more for you and honestly um as somebody who's not quite there yet but getting there closer every day i love when i have the opportunity to sit with somebody and i think that our especially senior citizens are our greatest resource that we don't take advantage of uh, and listen to and glean from Mm. and and, God, and and encourage and love. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and respect. God values mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. You know, Proverbs thirty, no, sixteen thirty one says, "Gray hair is a crown of glory." Yep. It is gained by living a godly life. Mm. So mm. may we live a godly life and gain our gray hair, mm-hmm. our gray crown of glory. Now y'all are so good with your Bible verses. I don't have one, but you know the Bible verse that talks about um, before Jesus comes. It says your old men will do this and your young men will do that. Do you remember what mm. the words are? I can't think right off. The, but I heard a pastor talking about this and he said I, it was something like your your old men will. Ah, I can't remember the words, but he said it's an indication that that the older people will not be just reflecting on the past. Mm. They're going to be talking about the future because God's using them as part of the sort of end time um, revival mm. that he's working with now, like mm-hmm. that, that the older people have a huge, huge part in that and not just reflecting on the life that they've lived, but talking about the future that's coming mm. and that they are, are part of God's army. You're not mm. done. There's more for you to do. Yes. If you're, if you're older, now is the time to be talking about the future and, and you have a, a, just an unbelievable platform. Mm. And that pastor said that, and I thought it was so powerful and, and so true. Mm-hmm. You know, we can keep moving forward. And no matter how old you are, you have a place in what God is doing right now. Yep, absolutely. The one thing we're sure of is there's somebody ahead of you and somebody behind you. And you have been placed by God to help and to glean, to give and to receive. And so um, however that looks, we want to encourage you to do that. Uh, find a woman who's a little bit ahead of you and see if you can spend some time with her. Because I, I'm nine times out of ten, just spending a little time with them, you see what their priorities are and see how they live life and how they've navigated 
Um, and then you turn around and look at someone who's a little bit behind you in their journey, and you can share with them what you've learned and what God is teaching you. That is what we long for for you. We want to pray for you to do that. And uh, we believe that that's what God wants for all of us. And that is why he didn't mean, mean for us to do this Christian life alone, in community, encouraging one another, building each other up, stirring up that faith in one another, and uh, keeping our eyes on eternity. So that's what we want for and long for for you. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to email us, girltalk at thelightfm.org is our email address. We want to say thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for their partnership and ministry. Couldn't do it without your help. And hey, come on back next time, and we'll see you when we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast. <laughs>